0: Welcome to the Tuesday episode of Life with Hula. My name is Hula, and I am a former radio personality here in San Diego who had been doing radio for about 19 years. Unfortunately, I was laid off with a bunch of other people. <laughs> I guess it can bring me some happiness So since I wasn't alone. But uh, now I'm kind of just sitting around waiting for jobs to open up. Um, there's not really anything opened up in the radio business. Um, There's not really anything open in general, so I decided, you know what, you got some skills, let's throw together a podcast. Originally, I wanted to do the podcast to talk about my weight loss journey because I had lost 35 pounds at the beginning of the year. I was very close to 300, and I decided, you know what, you need to lose the weight. And after I lost 35 pounds, people were like, how did you do it? What did you do? What's going on? And instead of answering the same questions, I decided, you know what, I'm going to do this weight loss again because there's a lot more weight I could lose. Um, but this time I'm going to basically every day talk about the weight loss journey, kind of like a personal like journal. And that's what I did. So that's how the podcast Life with Hula was created. Now, I do more where I talk about what's going on in the world, what's going on around San Diego since that's where I'm home-based, what's going around my life, Um, just keeping you informed on all of that. If you are a brand-new listener to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. I am curious if you listen through iTunes or Spotify or Google Podcasts Either way, I do appreciate you tuning in. Uh, For those of you that are listeners since day one, my Elite 12, thank you for tuning in once again and catching up with Life with Hula. So as always, I always have a moment of pure happiness at the end of the show. I also today will spotlight some celebrity streaming um, things that you you might be interested in seeing. There's a a lot of... The fact that a lot of celebrities are home, they're not really filming anything, everybody's at home because of what's going on with the coronavirus, that um, they're kind of recording their own shows. Um, And I will share some of those with you. Um, A really cool interview is happening with uh, Anne Hathaway and uh, Hugh Jackman. They interview each other. It's cool. I'll tell you. I'll share it with you at the end of the show. And, of course, we always kick off the show with things to keep you in the know. So I hate to start off with some bad news today, but it looks like scientists say coronavirus can spread in air and linger. Um, A group of 239 health experts around the world say new evidence shows that the tiniest droplets from your mouth or nose can linger in the air for long periods of time, potentially spreading coronavirus further and longer than previously thought. Here is um, one of the... Uh, Scripps research scientist Daniel Oran, um, who has a comment about it.
1: What these scientists are saying is there's accumulating evidence that aerosols, um, these tiny particles that hang in the air, they can be another source of potential infection. The evidence mainly is coming from two sources. We've seen in a couple of super spreading events, cases where people were too far apart, really, to be in range of these regular droplets that come out of people's mouths.
0: And the particular um, study that he's talking about, the case, is was in Washington State. A 60-member choir was practicing what was thought to be a safe distance apart, and 45 of them became infected with coronavirus. So that's why a lot of restaurants are actually going more where they're kind of closing in, indoor facilities and they're making things more outdoor. So just giving the heads up about those that news. In regards to the actual indoor-outdoor situation, um, Poway actually is considering a plan to help restaurants stay open by um, having areas that are normally indoors become outdoors. Um, After the surge of coronavirus infection prompted new state restrictions, Poway Mayor Steve Voss pitched the idea for the city to buy and loan picnic tables to restaurants so they can stay open with outdoor dining. Here's what he had to say about that.
2: We've got an awful lot of great restaurants in Poway uh, that I think would be happy to have some help. We can't expect these folks to spend extra money that they don't have right now to have outdoor seating. So we want to be able
0: to help them. And I think that's great because everybody's starting to go outdoors. I mean, I've already told you about how Little Italy, you know, obviously started it with their outdoor market. And then um, in Gaslamp, they closed some streets down in the evenings on the weekends. Um, The fair opened up its whole food thing and it's outdoors. Um, According to the mayor of uh, Poway, he wants the city to buy 25 to 30 tables Um, and then loan them to the restaurants and then collect them after the pandemic is over and place them in parks, which is great. I think that's fantastic. And uh, hopefully this is something that um, other cities will do. Um, Again, let me mention Esquinito. (laughs) Let's let's get you to do that. And your final story to keep you in the know is the Padres have announced their shortened 2020 schedule. It is official. Uh, San Diego Padres, release their 60 game schedule for the 2020 season the Padres will play two exhibition games on July 20th against the Angels at Peco Park and on July 22nd at Angel Stadium the Padres will then open the shortened MLB season on July 24th at Peco Park against the Arizona Diamondbacks and basically they um they are restricting a lot of travel um, with a lot of the baseball teams. So it looks like 40 of the games will be played, uh, the Padres will play against other teams in the National League West. And then they're going to play 20 games against um, teams um, in the American League West. And that's kind of how it's going to go on. And then afterwards, they're going to tech- take. Take the ten best teams, and they're going to have them play against each other uh, for the championship. So that's kind of how it's going to work this year, this season. Um, so you know you got to kind of come out already swinging. And here's a comment from Fernando Tatis Jr. about the new season.
2: I feel like everybody's going to be on that run, um, coming every day to you know trying to bring their hundred percent because it's going to it's going to be a sprint. It's going to be a sprint of who's going to get there faster, who's going to get there is going to be the best on, out of the 60 games and you know hopefully we can be there in the first place
0: exactly hopefully you can be there in the first place Padres like you tend to be sometimes right at the very beginning and then you kind of falter at the end <laughs> I'm saying let's go let's go Padres you can do this championship this year I predict it in this podcast right now all right so those are things to keep you in the know All right. So now I have this segment where, um, as you know, we're all quarantined. Um, So we're trying to figure out what to do, and we're not alone. Hollywood people are also in quarantine. There is no filming going on as of right now. Um, So what are the celebs doing? Um, They are actually interviewing each other and just talking about what's going on in their lives. Um, And they've been streaming all of this stuff on YouTube. As a matter of fact, there is a particular show called – here, let me get it for you – Comedy actors roundtable. It's actually brought to you by the Hollywood Reporter, and it took comedians Ricky Gervais, um, uh, Ricky Gervais from Afterlife, uh, Kamal Nan- Nanjiani. Did I say that right? Nanjiani uh, from Silicon Valley, Dan Levy from Schitt's Creek, um, Rami Yusuf from Rami, and Keenan Thompson from Saturday Night Live, and they got close up together with The Hollywood Reporter to talk about, you know, things going on with them and their shows and just being a a comedian during these times. So The Hollywood Reporter uh, moderator uh, questioned Kenan Thompson from SNL. And basically asked him how does he feel about the fact that right now they're not doing any snl shows they're they're pretty much off for the summer which they normally are but she asked him you know would she would he rather be on the air right now talking about what's going on or would he rather you know just chill and keep take it easy right now with everything happening in the world
3: yeah i mean i think a lot of the responsibility of doing comedy is to make people try to feel good through bad times but it is definitely very tiptoeish at the moment, so it, it might be a little harder than, you know, it would be funny. So I don't even know if the point of doing it would be worth it, you know, if it's not going to be funny. Because everybody's so sensitive about everything right now. That's the best time. When yeah, everyone's right? on
2: edge and everyone's sensitive, that's the best time to be right? insensitive. My show was packed with jokes about AIDS, cancer, famine, the Holocaust. This is just going to top it up. I'm glad this helps Ricky's brand. Exactly, it's helping. This is
0: Ricky's prime time right now. If you didn't catch it, that was uh, Ricky Gervais um, talking about how it's the perfect time to actually um, have a show on because it is a sensitive time, and so it's good to be comedic when it's uh, sensitive time because it's just perfect. Um, And then they um, talked to um, Kamal Nanjiani about the fact that he's going to be in the new Marvels movie, The Eternals. And how he just released some pictures of him looking amazing because he's, he wants to represent um, being, you know, one of the first Southeast Asian uh, superheroes on, in the Marvel Universe, I believe. Um, here's his thoughts about that whole thing. Well,
2: it was very significant for me because it was something I really, really personally wanted to do. I'm a big like, fan of sci-fi, big fan of superheroes, big fan of Marvel movies, so I really, really wanted to do that. Now, on top of that, there's this other pressure that comes in that I'm the first South Asian superhero in a major Hollywood movie, in a Marvel movie. I'm the first Pakistani superhero. But then that stuff, it's a little harder to negotiate because I can only represent myself. I can't represent the millions and millions of people so so I do feel that pressure but I think the only way to to, re, to relieve that pressure is just to have more people have these opportunities for me when I got that part I was like I want to look like someone who could take on sort of the traditional Hollywood looking superheroes I wanted to look like someone who could take on Thor who could take on Captain America to me that was an important part. And for me, it was important because I was the first Pakistani superhero. To... So you had to get jacked for your culture? Yeah, I'm yeah, doing reps for Pakistan. You have to get ripped for it. That's the newest ice bucket yeah. challenge. <laughs> Rip for the Pakistan. All of Pakistan can now yeah. eat, eat cake and sit on a couch because I'm out here <laughs> doing pull-ups.
0: So get ready for the Eternals to hopefully come back um, whenever they start shooting again. Um, yeah, you can catch that on on YouTube. The episode it's called "Close Up" um, with the Hollywood Reporter, uh, featuring the comedian uh, roundtable um, with all those actors that I mentioned at the start of this uh, particular story. Um, it's hilarious. They also talk about the fact that they bring up taboo subjects. You know, they were a lot of them were there to um, bring up taboo subjects that you haven't seen on TV. Dan Levy talked about Shit's Creek and how he brought up you know the whole gay relationship but making it in a way where it's like normal like he you know his character um basically would come into the store that he owned with his boyfriend and give him a kiss like nothing you know not making it a big deal just kind of you know what normal uh folks would do so yeah you can catch that in inter- the that whole thing on YouTube along with that there is which i mentioned last week there's this seg or this uh show called um, Actors on Actors at Home by Variety. And this particular episode has Anne Hathaway, who was promoting a show called Modern Love, and Hugh Jackman, which was he was promoting Bad G- Education. Uh, they joined Variety studio Actors on Actors conversation at home, where they discuss what's it like getting older as an actor um, and some other things that I want to bring up. The first thing I want to bring up is is if you remember, Anne Hathaway and Hugh Jackman both were in the movie Les Mis. And if you don't remember that movie, it is based on a Broadway musical and also a book. Um, But they both had to sing. And um, Hugh Jackman brought up how much pressure they had, not only being an actor, but having to actually sing songs while on that particular movie.
1: I don't think a lot of people understood. Les Mis, I had maybe three, four songs, but you had two, one really major song, right? You know, people had their song, their day, but you had our day. So it was kind of like super, the Super Bowl. It was like an opening night on Broadway. It wasn't like films where you get into a rhythm. It was, oh, on Thursday, I sing my song. Like, <clears throat> how's how have I got a sore throat about this? And so there was this, for everyone, and it, and it built a camaraderie, I think, between us, don't you? Like, everyone felt for each other, that feeling of pressure. Like, yeah, it's your day. Don't screw it up, that thing.
3: Well, and that was what was so great was because you know my, my favorite type of movies to do actually stage work as well um, are ensemble pieces, and I feel like it's it's because everybody does get that that little moment, but you're all helping each other along, and you're all and I, I always find in ensemble pieces there's so much listening that happens to each other, yeah. quiet quiet support of each other, and um, you know I. I'm always so grateful when I'm on a set and my cast cares about my performance as much as I do. And so mm-hmm. they're they're protecting me just in terms of the zone energy of the day, just in terms of not creating a distraction.
0: That's actually really cool when they're all supportive of each, of each other. It's just cool to hear that actors just don't go in and, you know, egos come into play that they actually support each other. Uh, and they all want to do a good movie. They all want to do a good job. Um, and then Anne Hathaway decides to share a story from when she filmed Devil's we- Devil Wears Prada. And the film actually, the this moment she's talking about, the story she shares, has to do with uh, Meryl Streep. And here's the story.
3: When I was working on Devil Wears Prada, I remember Meryl had this one day. And like it was the, the scene where Miranda takes all of her makeup off. And she has that mom. She's describing kind of the cost of being who she is. And Meryl, just the entire crew knew what she had to do that day, and I've never seen a crew work more quietly, more intentionally, and it was amazing. Anyway, that was just a tangent. Um, but uh, but I, that's one of my favorite things about doing it. And I felt like on that job, we all we all really shared the um shared the lift of it, and um, yeah. and it was beautiful.
0: The interview itself is really good because they do talk about. Um, getting older as an actor. and um, the one cool part about the interview is when Hugh Jackman talked about um, that moment when uh, in the movie, if you've seen Logan, he, you know, he basically is saying goodbye to his life. Um, Logan is. Um, but it's also a moment when Hugh Jackman is saying goodbye to Wolverine. Um, and Anne Hathaway wanted to know was when he was acting during that moment was it actually hugh jackman you know getting all upset that he's saying goodbye to wolverine or was it actually you know logan saying goodbye to his life
1: and he said are you good i said i i feel good and he said to me he did one of those and he goes let's just keep going let's do an- let's do another i said you sure i i feel okay and he goes man let's just stop the clocks let's not worry about everything this is the end of 19 years wow sit in it sit in it for half an hour and he rolled the cameras and him just allowing me that moment because i'm like you i'm aware of everything i know the time i can see the sun going down they haven't got the shot we're behind here blah, Blah blah. he just allowed me to just kind of not just as an actor but as hugh to remember that moment. A luxury but I'll never forget it and that the, the takes it in, in the movie is in somewhere in that half an hour I'm not sure which but there is a it's like uh, he allowed me to exhale and take off all expectation or worry at time and I Jim is a you know Jim right he's quite a bombastic guy and he moves I
3: don't
1: actually ha- you have to work with Jim I just you'd love him And anyway, that moment to me was one of the greatest gifts. When we wrapped, I said, I think that's one of the greatest gifts you've given me. The chance to kind of just take it in, take it in and allow. And you know, there were some takes where I was weeping and he goes, yeah, we're not gonna use that, but good for you, good for you.
0: (laughs) So yeah, you can catch that whole entire interview with Anne Hathaway and um, Hugh Jackman. It is on YouTube, just Google Actors on Actors at home. It is brought to you by Variety and it, uh, it was it was on last week, but it's all over YouTube. Just go ahead and Google search that. It's a great episode. Um, and of course, I'd love to end the show with your moment of pure happiness so your moment of pure happiness is actually a local story um here in san diego northern uh, north county actually several north county community leaders and organizations have banded together to create a joint marketing campaign with the goal of supporting hospitality businesses that have been so hit hard from COVID-19. Each week, they're gonna promote a different property on social media, encouraging folks to have a mini getaway and enjoy their local amenities, which I think is amazing. Um, My vacation that we have coming up with my family, we're supposed to go to go to the Great Wolf Lodge up in Buena Park, but it looks like they're going to remain closed through the end of July. So now we have a week that my wife had taken off, and so we're going to do a mini vacation, and we're going to look for a place, a hotel to stay at. Um, But here's the mayor of San Marcos. Um, Her name is Rebecca Jones, and she is talking about this new venture that's going on in the North County.
4: Our hospitality businesses have been hit so hard, and that's about 18,000 jobs in North County. A lot of people have been unemployed. So we, now we are getting them back open. And so we we brought together this new campaign. So it was San Diego North EDC, the local Chamber of Commerce's, and then also the Main Street organizations here in North County. And about a third of our population, a lot of people don't know this, is actually in North County. So there's a lot of people up here. So we're encouraging people that they need to get out and about. And with Love North County is our new campaign. And that is encouraging people to enjoy the beaches and the restaurants, but then also east of North County, which is hiking trails and beautiful parks and all of that, and then also restaurants, too. And I think now with uh, what's happening, it looks like we're going to be closing our interior restaurants. What better way to be outdoors and enjoying more of our outdoors than being in one of our restaurants? Hiking a trail during the day and then going and having a wonderful meal at night. I think it's a great way for people to stay close to home, but also explore the rest of the county that maybe they aren't aware of.
0: I think this is great. This is such a great idea. Uh, It actually came perfect timing. And that's why I saw the story, because I'm looking for something to do with my family. Um, So you can actually see the full list of featured properties um, hosted in the North County EDC website. It is SD. Nedc.org again sdnedc.org, which i think assume uh, i assume is um the abbreviation for san diego north county economic development council but the um there's another slash with dash love dot dash nc which i think is with love north county anyways you look at this website and it shows you it's hashtag with love north county it shows you all the different um Hotels that you can stay at right now that are open, including in Del Mar. There's the Homewood Suites, San Diego Del Mar. Hilton Garden Inn, San Diego Del Mar. Encinitas has a couple hotels in at the Moonlight Beach. Uh, Best Western Encinitas Inn and Suites, Moonlight Beach. Um, Oceanside, uh, the Wyndham Oceanside Pier Resort. Courtyard, Marriott Oceanside. Uh, Residence Inn, Oceanside. San Marcos has a couple of hotels available uh fair inn and suites san marcos Residence in san marcos and vista has an air uh, aries hotel vista slash carlsbad um, and they tell you you know all about it you can go check it out um, on that website that i told you about earlier and that is your moment of pure happiness <laughs> Again, thanks to everybody for tuning in today's show. I know it was jam packed. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me, Hula SD, H U L A S D, on all social media platforms Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, um, all of those. Just search Hula SD, H U L A S D, or Hula Ramos, either way. You'll find my pages and you can ask me questions. Um, Other than that, thank you again for tuning in to Life with Hula, the podcast. I appreciate your time and I hope you have a great day.